Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome people to episode 448. I'm guessing that is the episode and I'm sticking to it. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Becky Foster, hello everyone. And... Guys, what a fucking day. Can can I just say, what a fucking day that we have today. Um, So, I'm making tea, Ian Loring, hi. I'm making tea. And I just get a notification from uh, Chris Burns. It's just like at Ian Loring. It's like, oh, that's weird. I'll check that up in a second. And then I get another text from um, Sean Uioka. I believe that's his name. Who? Uh, uh, and forgive me if it's not Sean. I think he listens. Saying, has someone checked on Ian Loring? And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What's happening? After months of me adding Arrow whenever they did their monthly releases, uh, release tweets saying, where's blow, Blowout 4K? It's going to be Blowout 4K month. What the it, fuck's happened? It, Crit- is it? Criterion are releasing Blowout in 4K. Oh, fucking hell. Have you not seen this? No. Oh, okay. I've not been on social media today. Sorry, I'm getting really excited about it on Twitter. I've actually oh. not been on social media today. Oh, I'm so happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely. It's just like, it just, it made me laugh so much that people, like somebody was that, like Sean was like, has someone checked on Ian Loring? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, no new features, but it's blowout in Dolby Vision. Fucking hell. That's going to look good. Comes out the 6th of September. I am in the US from the 20th of September. I very much plan on the 21st of September to drive to a Best Buy and <laughs> fucking get blowout. Is um, your 4K playing multi-region? Yeah. So you, you, 4K discs are region free anyway, but the accompanying Blu-ray with the features is region A. So, yeah, you've got you've got the Blu-ray for it anyway, haven't you? Um, actually, oh fuck, I do. I could just switch out. Anyway, uh, I'll buy I'll buy it, it regardless. Um, so what what a fucking day! Just what we did it. (laughs) (laughs) That is that that's that is good news. Very good news. Yes. Yes, um, it's gonna look. It's gonna look so fucking good. I that can't, fucking I can't that, wait. that that fucking ending. Is it? Ah, oh, can, can you imagine if that was an Atmos though as well? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, uncompressed DTS 2.0, so you know, I'll I'll deal. But um, DTS HD, I should say 2.0. But I it, it oh, oh fucking hell, it's gonna look good. Also, also. We are less than two months away from Mark buying a 4K player. Well, actually, mm. I'm going to buy one beforehand. Um, yeah. And I've decided that, that, that I, I am going to build a curated collection of 4K mm. discs. So I have like the um, I have 4Ks that I have on, on iTunes and I have been away from physical media for a number of years now. Um, but... 
I'm going back into the physical media game. Uh, thanks to, to, to Mr. Laurie <laughs> uh, and his generosity of buying me the um, the first blood set, which I am really fucking excited for. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to get a 4K player beforehand so I can get a couple of discs in um, and, and see where that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Living the dream. Oh, yeah. I just uh what you need to do, you need to get you need to get at least a couple of Christopher Nolans on 4K so you can get the IMAX framings. Yes, so I think I I might get um I think I'll get into Stellar. Hell yeah. Um and yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna build up like a a list of films that are available on 4K that are worth me having on 4K, like a physical disc, just for the the sheer nuts lookingness of them. Because mm. as you said, 40 and then I, I, I actually I've never watched a 4K disc, uh, and 4K does look better than full HD. But it as does. you said, 40 and the, the discs take it that extra level up rather than the streaming, doesn't it? It does. It does. Um... And, uh, you, you know, I mean, hey, we're all we're all getting older and, uh, you know, at some point the Grim Reaper is going to come for us. So I think we all need to embrace the uh, the comforts uh, while while uh, we're still alive. Um, exactly. That's it. You know, um, don't have that many hobbies that are that expensive, do you, Rebecca? No. What? You said that was a bit of. You do like a bit of vinyl, don't you? Vinyl's not that expensive, is it? No. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry. The way she said no there, I, uh, <laughs> I I question how sincere that was. I've only spent Here we go. £25 pounds this month on vinyl. Yes, this month. Well, it's been any of the month before. Oh, well done. <laughs> so, fuck you. <laughs> Um, what else has been happening in the? Well, I, I, I actually say we haven't even done the intro what, yet. I completely, I derailed shit. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's a mark show. What a time to be alive, guys! What a fucking day. We did it. We did it. <laughs> um, so yes, we've got up on the show today. Well, we have um, the, the. Is it? The, is this the final one in this series of Jurassic? Films, Jurassic World Dominion. Who fucking knows? Well, everybody's contracts are up. I'm pretty sure. Yes. So in in phase two of the Jurassic era, <laughs> Jurassic World era, don't know what it'll be next time. Jurassic in space. Yeah. Jurassic Galaxy. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So we have the final uh, one of the Jurassic World films, Jurassic World Dominion. Um, myself and Ian are going to chat um, Adam Sandler Netflix film Hustle um, and yeah we've also got some what we've been watching uh, some questions hopefully and a couple of trailers I think have come out and then yeah, yeah. a good a fucking good show is what we've got mm. um, we are a Pod Syndicate podcast uh, there's other Pod Syndicate podcasts like Chin Stroker versus Punter Rewatch Project is done movie Iron Sequel, Enzo Landfill, and of such. So go out and listen to those because they're, they're great, uh, and so are we. So listen to us as well. Um, and what else is that? Patreon. 
uh, we've just recorded uh, our penultimate Baz Luhrmann film uh, for our The Great Bastards uh, marathon. Uh, yeah, so that was that was fun. That was Australia. Um, I, I, we, we, it feels weird that we have, we leaked through these like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're on to the final episode next week, and then we've got to work out what we're doing after that. Yeah, we haven't we haven't really talked about that, have we? No, I, I, and I have an idea. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Can you move this idea last week? Did I? Was it? Is it your Cameron one? No, that's for later on in the year. Yeah, that's closer to Avatar. Avatar. I'll discuss off air. It involves poles and things like that. that not, not like dancing poles. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, so so we'll we'll we'll, we'll update you on that. Um, so, uh, but yeah, two dollars a month, well, two pounds a month actually. I keep saying two dollars, but it's yeah, it is two dollars. Is it two dollars a month? Yeah. I was right the first it's time. Even it's it's uh, yeah, it's... and you get you, you get us. Um, and Ian, uh, how did your poll go? Fuck it, it was a tie. Fuck. Oh, oh no! All right. <laughs> so I don't know what to do here. What, what what's it between? The box office show and the physical media show. Well, right, right. I'm going to say that... Could you just mould the two of them? Oh, don't say that. Just do a box office section in the physical media one. Uh, Because the good thing is, is physical media, we could do like a special when I get my 4K player and Mark's first 4K experience and things like that. Fuck, I mean, that would be good, though. Yeah. Ah... Who'd have thought there, Ian? Um, what's been happening in the news? I'll get back to everyone. <laughs> what's been happening in the movie news? Right, okay, let's get fucking hyped. Ryan Gosling is Ken in Barbie. <laughs> we already knew that. The photos come out today and it looks fucking spectacular. Now, the fact that um, Simu Liu's agent said to him that this was like basically one of the best scripts they had ever re- read, I, I, I just like, I, I don't like what is Barbie gonna be like? It, it's I, 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 I still predict it's either going to be spectacularly fun or an absolute fucking piece of shit <laughs> that that is going to have certain elements of films where twisting themselves in knots trying to not go this is shit <laughs> i i don't i just i kind of think it's going to be a banger i think um, it's going to be a lot of i think i think it's going to be a lot of fun just as long as they aren't trying to as long as they go for look let's just make this fun mm. but have the message be there rather than go right Let's have a message be there, but let's try and hide it behind all of this fun. <laughs> yeah. I just and the fact that it comes out the same day as Oppenheimer, what a fucking day! I could just see that that getting moved though. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, I don't know, because I mean, outside of people who follow films, they are catering to two very different audiences. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I could see it. And if they do, I'm fucking taking the day off work. Um, I'm going to go to a big IMAX um, for Oppenheimer. And then I'm going to go see Barbie pissed. 
<laughs> I think, yeah, that's a fair enough one. Yeah, it's yeah. There's a. It, it, it looks like it could be it could be something. I don't think anyone knows quite what yet, but it's definitely going to be something. <laughs> I it, yeah. I mean, we 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 need some sort of teaser trailer just to give a fucking idea of what it is. But I mean. It's written by Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig, for fuck's sake. Like, what is this film? You see, that's the bit that really fucking uh, worries me. That's a fair. That's a fair point. It just, I've, I've just, I've got all the trust in the world for Greta Gerwig, and Baumbach's got his new film coming out in, in like, um, over the awards season, and I'm really looking forward to that. It's based on a fucking fantastic novel, White Noise, um, which is a, a great bit of work. Um, and yeah, just fucking. I know I keep. I, I know I've been saying it for weeks and weeks, but man, movies are back, and like they're fucking just slapping us about the face with their big old cock at the moment. Like it oh, yeah. is wonderful. There is some BDE of, of, in, in the movie universe at the moment. Oh fuck! Do you know what I forgot to say in the Australia thing? So non-patrons, you're getting this for free. Go on. Hugh Jackman. He was SBD in that. <laughs> he was yeah he was indeed sometimes be dripping yeah he was there was literally a point where it, it, where he, he was he was bringing the drip there, there, there was a point where, where you're watching it going right fair enough <laughs> yeah you have that lingering long shot of him pouring water over himself <laughs> yeah yeah. You could tell, you could tell everybody wanted. There was a single person in a cinema when that screen at all, it wasn't going. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how The Great Gatsby uh, ranks on the B dripping scale. Yeah. I, ooh, hmm. I think there's some uh, drippy Edgerton in that. I think there might, yeah. There's some drippiness somewhere. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely some dripping. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, right. So we've, we've had we've had Barbie. What else mm. have we had in the news? Uh, I don't know. Um, let's have a look. Oh, pardon me. Sorry. Um. Hmm. 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 Uh, I don't know. Uh, the four film came, uh, posters came out, and one of them's uh, a couple of dirty motherfucking goats. That was cool. Um, love me some dirty goats. Uh, the, the the Thor thing. I am mm. genuinely starting to get a little bit worried. Sure. <laughs> like the more I see about, I I kind of want to stop seeing anything about it now because the more I see, with the exception possibly of the goats, the more I see, the more I'm thinking. I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah. So I I think what I might do for four. So I've got a work summer party the day it comes out. And uh, Donna, like I, I've followed Donna's don't fucking come home when you're on a works party uh, um, instruction. So I'm following that to the letter. So my plan, this is connecting. I'm going to get out of work probably about half three. I'm staying in the Hilton in Cardiff because I got a fucking steal on an offer for it. 
I'm going to go in their pool. I'm going to go in their sauna. And then I'm going to start drinking. I'm going to be at this party for about four and a half hours. And then I think I'm going to rock up to a 10 to 11 at night showing a four love and thunder fucking annihilated. <laughs> so part of me is going, I envision now you having to go back again the next day hungover because you fall asleep. <laughs> I think, To be honest, I think that is probably what is going to happen. Um, either that or I just won't go. I'll go out, out, have about five hours sleep, then go catch a morning showing. <laughs> I think that could happen it, as well. It's, it's not even that far away, is it? It's uh, three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, it comes out this weekend, doesn't it, in the US? No. Next weekend, sorry. No, 8th of July everywhere. Ah, uh, right, a premiere, premiere 23rd, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, Taika Waititi's all over the fucking place because he's one of the voices in Lightyear as well. Um, uh... and, and it, it, it just, it is, man. I think, I think we said it before. We might even said it last week. But when that guy has a fall in pop culture, it is gonna be fucking nasty. Oh yeah. And it's just, you're just waiting for that shoe to drop. Yeah. Um, but it's got dirty motherfucking goats and it's got Russell Crowe as fat Zeus. <laughs> you see, that's it. And I have a feeling that God the God Butcher could be a lucky great villain. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because in a movie where everybody it seems like they're trying to be funny, just the, the thought of 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 Bale almost working with Taiki Waititi is it's just amusing. A different energy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, it just feels a little bit like 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 he's been intentionally um, he's been intentionally cast because he. Um, because uh, YTT knows that he he's going to play it very serious, mm. whereas the rest of the movie is not going to be serious. Yeah. Yeah. Quite. And, um, yeah, we'll see. It's a few weeks back. I think we're all relatively ambivalent on the MCU at the moment, and I think this is going to be... It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting one. Um, and, it's, you know... Especially when at the moment, like a lot of the headlines are like Top Gun Maverick is now like the highest grossing film of the year beating Doctor Strange. And it looks like it, in the US and it looks like it's going to fucking really pull down Doctor Strange's pants. It just like it feels like it's still got legs to run. Like my my IMAX is putting it back on weekend, the uh, Saturday and Sunday morning, you know, like because there's just there's demand there. I mean, it, it's crazy. The IMAX this weekend, it's uh, Top Gun, Lightyear and Jurassic World. That like there's not I don't know. It's it's and sorry, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit here, but it's interesting because you've got like really big, big, big films about. But 
good luck to you, Leo Grande, that new Emma Thompson film. Mm. Um, it's got a limitless screening tomorrow. I think it had an un- unlimited screening last night. Comes out on Friday. It's not playing my Cineworld or Odeon. Oh. And it's like, this is a film with Emma Thompson in it, which has got a theatrical window and isn't playing. But what is playing the Odeon this weekend? And I know the thing is, I know I've been critical of people saying it's only big films, blah, blah, blah. But it just this it this one does feel like a weird one where it's not some sort of like darling indie that would probably make fuck all. It kind of feels like this film would make money. But all that's playing in my Odeon on Saturday is Lightyear, Jurassic World Dominion, Top Gun Maverick, Doctor Strange, The Bad Guys uh, as like an early morning showing, Sonic Hedgehog 2 as an early morning showing, Virata Parvam, Clifford the Big Red Dog as a a morning showing, and The Black Phone having one preview screening. So in terms of like films that are playing all day, Lightyear, Jurassic World, Top Gun Maverick, Doctor Strange. And I, I, it just, I feel like Doctor Strange is on Disney Plus next Wednesday. Does that still need to be playing? I mean, it, I suppose the question is, would it make more money than the Emma Thompson film this weekend? Maybe, but it just it. If, but, if, but people if would go and see that Emma Thompson movie. They would. That I, and that's the thing. I think they would, but it. it I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, kind of I hoping think, this is a one-off because it's the summer. Yeah, I think it could be. I, I was surprised that Emma Thompson movie was coming out this week. I thought it would come out in like September. Mm. Mm. That's a fair point. That's a fair uh, point. Yeah. I, is, I, I'm actually quite intrigued by it. I don't mind watching it. But I'm also surprised it's getting a, cinematic, a full cinematic release and not like a day and date release. But it's one of the it's one of those films where it kind of feels like it would it definitely would have been playing everywhere five years ago, um, and but it I I don't know it feels like let, how is it not playing cinemas? It just it, it's it's the change it, it, it's the changing times you know and it, it's absolutely. I'm being, I, I am, I realise I'm being a bit of a hypocrite here, but it's just, it's odd that even like the, the Cineworld, which is 15 screens, doesn't have one screen for good luck to you, Leo Grande. Like, I, I kind of understand if it was like a cinema that even had less than 10 screens, uh, uh, you know, nine screens, you've got three for Lightyear, three for Jurassic World, three for Top Gun Maverick. I, I think I'd understand that. But... 15 screens i think the audience 12 screens and there's not one free for for that that film it i, I don't know it, it it feels odd i mean weirdly it's it, it, it's playing our our new local cinema isn't it <laughs> yeah it's playing our local cinema which we'll, we'll talk about later on yeah <laughs> we'll talk about that cinema later on but but I mean, it's even. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But I mean, it's even like um, in the cinema world, Men is still playing. Everything, everywhere, all at once is still playing. Only two shows a day for each of them. But 
would they actually be making more money than that Good Luck to You Leo Grande film now? Well, it, it's just this, this weekend uh, our local cinema in Hull, which I believe is an 11 screen, but even at the York, which is a 12 screen, um, this weekend it has yeah the Blackthorn, Lightyear, a morning screening of Sonic, Jurassic World Dominion, Top Gun Maverick, and uh, one screening of Doctor Strange. It's odd, isn't it? It's odd. Yeah. And Top Gun Maverick is not on the IMAX, it's Jurassic World, but it's on the uh, Screen X. But then Lightyear is on the uh, IMAX. Yeah, yeah. As well. I, yeah, I, it, it, like you guys say... If maybe if that film was just held till September, then it would be like, yeah, all right, you did this make sense. But even um, Cha Cha Real Smooth, which is on Apple TV on Friday, the showcase here is showing it. Yes, yeah, showcase have, 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 have gone in with the Apple and um, Netflix ones, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, but then I, they're not, but then they're not not showing Good Luck to You, Leo Grande. I don't. It just it's odd, very odd. Um, but hey, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> Ian, trailers. Persuasion. Yep. So, a couple of things. I saw someone comment, kind of like the Ben Affleck with the last duel, you that see, they can't I, buy. I have huh? a comment that is very similar to the Ben Affleck one of the last duel. So let's see how how similar it is to this. Okay, so this is I I, I read this on Reddit, but. You can't take this film seriously because to go a Johnson looks like she knows what email is. Yeah, see, mine was different. Mine was you can't take this seriously because to go a Johnson looks like she knows what a Hatachi wand is. Yeah, yeah. A, a Hitachi wand. Yeah. What's that? It's. <laughs> I, I, I'd say Google it, but don't because <laughs> because if you're oh. like, if you're. Your Google account is linked to anyone, is it? You'll get a lot of messages. It would have been a oh. more, more accessible comment if you just said rabbit or something. No, right. It's not 2004. Yeah, but... Right, 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 right. I mean, the, the, the thing is, I'm very, very in the tank for Dakota Johnson. Um she's something and she's only increasingly becoming something more and i it it, so this film looks horny and i'm very very up for that uh i'm just gonna i'm just absolutely this film between her and henry golding kind of feels like an ian thirst trap um but also it is very funny that there is literally a title card in this trailer that says from the author of Emma and Pride and Prejudice. It's Jane Austen for fuck's sake. Like, (laughs) I don't know. That that just feels really weird. Um, But yeah, I'm very, very up for this film. Hmm. I... I am up for it because I want to see Dakota Johnson in a in in a in a, in a chain of adaptation, just because mm-hmm. I think it'd be funny. Because, like you said, Ian, 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 Dakota Johnson has something. 
Yep. There's something there in her screen presence that is that is something. That is a lot you know of what? fun. Do you know what I think it is? And I think it kind of ties into Rebecca Hall in the Nighthouse. There's just a bit of a passy Aggie vibe to her. And I think, <laughs> you know, I, th- I think that that Ellen situation oh, where, yeah. you know, like, I think that vibe. Where, where, just... where basically Dakota Johnson ended Ellen's career. She's just been having that slow death ever <laughs> since. She just takes zero shit. Does she? She very much seems like she, she very much gives off the energy of somebody who could quite easily just walk away from all of this, and her life wouldn't be any different. No. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, just very, very here for it. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I don't know. It. It just. It looks fun as well. In. In all. In. In all seriousness, I, it. It looks like it will be a good couple of hours. So. Yeah. 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 The interaction she has with her sister of you know. So, play, so where are your children? I don't know. How, how would I know? <laughs> Just feels, yeah, quite quite fun. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that, actually. I just don't like Jane Austen shit. I, I really... I, I like fucking Pride and Prejudice. I was very pleasantly surprised by Emma um, the year before last. Um, I, I I had a I had a good time with that film, and I only watched it because it got nominated for Oscars. Um, but I was glad I did. Uh, and I yeah, did I don't know. I'm I'm up for it. And it Dakota Johnson kind of feeling like she's been teleported from the 21st century into that film <laughs> is something that I I I'm, I think I'm just all right with. Yeah. <laughs> what else have we got trailers for this week? I, I feel like there's not been an awful lot this week. No, I don't think there's been that many heavy hitters, to be honest. Oh, we, I, I, we did the Black Adam trailer, which we didn't do last week, did we? <sighs> Let's catch up with that. It. Have you not watched it? No. Oh, sorry, I did the Black Adam trailer. <laughs> um, it just... There's nothing there at all. It's just... if It's basically, if you were to say to everybody, right... Black Adam trailer. Visualise it now and you were to catch people's visualisations of it <laughs> and then put it on screen. That's what it would be. But I don't mean that in a positive way. It just... It, it's... It, every single shot of Dwayne The Rock Johnson feels like it was focus grouped. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Just wish he'd go away yeah. a bit. I, I do as well. Did, did, did anyone... Did it, I, I, I know I said it to, to, to our little group chat, so I know you, you'll have seen it, but did anyone see the, the John Cena thing? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a... a, a, um, a uh, severely autistic uh, child who has Down syndrome uh, in the Ukraine who managed to... The only way that his mother could get him to essentially leave, because they were fleeing quite frankly was she said that they were going to um, Amsterdam to see John Cena because he's a huge John Cena fan right this somehow got to John Cena so fucking John Cena went to Amsterdam <laughs> oh, that's pretty good yeah and just met this kid with what is it and the thing is 
I'm not saying that Dwayne The Rock Johnson wouldn't do that. Right? But Dwayne The Rock Johnson would turn up in a fucking helicopter, would drop down, would give the kids some fucking tequila, <laughs> uh, and then, as like cameras came across, he'd literally push the kid out of the way and go, ever since I was a young boy, I've always wanted to save a refugee. You didn't save him. I always wanted to save a refugee with my tequila. And it feels like it would be like that. Yeah. He, um... Uh, so, uh, there, there was this um, games event last week, uh, last week's Summer Games Fest. Um, and he did a bit in that. And it was like, they were trailering it. They're like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's like on this show. And it was almost as if they paid for him on Cameo. It was this... <laughs> him filming himself on his phone, shirt off, just in his gym, going like, that people call me by many names, blah, 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 world's sexiest man. I'm here. Uh, I'm in my iron paradise, having a Zao energy drink. And he just holds up his brand energy drink. And he's like... And I'm here to tell you about Black Adam, and I'm in Fortnite now, and that's cool. And it was so weird. And he just like at the end, he was like, "Enjoy your gaming." And it 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 uh, it was so weird. And it's like I, I saw somebody tweeting after saying like, "This was not on his press day. They just." pounced this on him and was just like you've got to do this we've already said that we would you have to do it okay i'll just get my phone and do it in the middle of a fucking workout (laughs) and it just that guy and and then he's just pimping his energy drink literally held it up to the camera twice even though it was supposed to be a fucking like a a spot for black the black adam trailer i i just I, I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, like we've been talking in the boy chat about Tom Cruise, and I, I you know, I don't want to say anything cancelable at the moment, but that guy, you know, people are like Scientology's dodgy, blah 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 blah. Cool. He's not going out there talking about how Scientology's changed his life, or at least he's not now. He's learnt his fucking lesson to keep his mouth shut about shit like that, and just. I love movies, I want to entertain people, and I'm going to entertain people. And I respect that people love watching me in films. And I love that people love watching me in films, but I'm also not going, here's my religion, here's my new soft drink, here's my fucking nightclub I just opened. And and, and, and he very much, when he's not got a movie to do, he fucks off. he, He fucks off. And it's classy. The Rock... You, it, there's no class about it. It just it constantly feels like he's here so he can sell you the next thing. Yeah, I've also right. So here's a question then, and just a general question to both of you, right? Do you think that at any point this year The Rock has gone to the cinema, like has actually just gone to the cinema? No, we'll have a cinema room. We'll get sent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he, he remembers Cruise... when he was a boy yeah. and he went to the cinema, you know, yeah. But, 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 Go but Tom Cruise, I have a feeling, has gone to the cinema because mm. he talks about the fact that he does like going to the cinema and goes to the cinema quite often. Yeah. 
and you get a feeling like that. Like Tom Cruise loves movies, and I don't deny that that that, that Dwayne Rock Johnson loves movies, but I, I think he loves the the spectacle around. I think he loves being he loves the movie business rather than the movies, which is fine, but it's just everything's starting to feel a little bit empty. It, it, it the, the the thing is to be fair he has been burned like Southland Tales fucked him up like in in terms of what he thought he needed to do mm. and he was in the wilderness for a bit you know and it's like he listened to his agent and he did a bunch of um Disney films but like very much for kids Disney films mm. instead of like the family audience Disney films and and that fucked him up and then he gets Fast Five. And it all changes, but then it just—it's. I I I I don't know what why why you'd want to emulate yourself on the rock at this point, because what like he's fucking huge and he shills his shit. And I you know I mean like he's he's hustling and he you know he's he's making as much money as he can and there's a part of me that respects that, but there's also a part of me that's like yeah, but have some fucking sincerity. Hmm. It, like, it, it, this, yeah. there's an element where you go maybe you don't need to advertise that um, we'll move on though for trailers the monsters teaser has come out <laughs> I'm still slightly baffled by the fact that we're actually getting a monsters movie it's a PG and it's directed by Rob Zombie <laughs> yeah it, 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 it feels again like like the simulation went a bit wrong and then somebody smacked it on the side and the thing that came out on the other side was mm. what's this it is a real weird one yeah I mean I'll watch it 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 feels like it's just going to be like straight to Peacock and it oh, probably yeah. won't even get a theatrical release over here, you know. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think yeah. it will, no. Um, but it, it, it just, it, it, there's just a, do you know what? Fair play, Rob, because you've been talking about this for about 15, <laughs> 20 years, wanting to make this, and finally you've made it. And, you know, it, it doesn't look like it was that big a budget, but it looks like it was a big enough budget that he could do what he wanted to do with it. And I'm, I'm very interested to see what, Rob Zombie can do with a PG. Yeah. I'm more interested in that than I am if it had been he's doing the monsters, but do you know what? He can do an R-rated version of it. Yeah, yeah. Having to work within the parameters of a PG. Yeah, seeing what Rob Zombie can do with PG comedy. Yeah. Could be quite interesting. Look, if I mean, yeah, if this comes out in October and it's just like a fun, spooky time, I don't know, good on him. Which is, I think, what they're going for. I, yeah. I, I have a feeling it's going to be 92 minutes, a little bit ropey, but kind of fun, but ultimately just a bit crap. <laughs> but the monsters were a bit uh-huh. crap. Which is, I think, is why I can get away with it. Um, My Policeman. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch this one. Right, I'll see what happens in the trailer here. Harry Styles <laughs> walks at one point in a pair of small shorts and then he puts on a police uniform, he smiles at a man 
and then uh, like just a load of names appear on the screen. <laughs> that's that, that's cool. basically it, isn't it, Lex? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a great trailer. I mean, it is a teaser, but it didn't tease me that much. <laughs> did not tickle you all. It did not. No. It, it it feels a little bit like. Hmm. This is the movie kind of that that you were expecting Harry Styles to be in, not the interesting stuff he's done (laughs) so far. I've got to say, I'm so excited to watch Don't Worry Darling with an American audience and just hear a very vocal crowd get hot under the collar for Harry Styles. I think that's going to be very entertaining. Very, very. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, have you got any more trailers? I, I haven't watched the Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, simply because I, I, surely that movie came out 15 years ago. Mm. <laughs> it's weird how delayed that's been. Um, no, the the only other one I watched was the teaser for Matilda, the uh, the new musical. Um, it doesn't look particularly cinematic from the teaser, but uh, we'll see, I guess. Mm. True view of film. That was a bit low energy. Yes, please. Yeah. Jurassic World Dominion is the third and possibly final installment of the Jurassic World series. We've had the Jurassic Park series. This is the Jurassic World series, I believe. Uh, it is Colin Trevorrow is is back. Was he? Did he do the second yep. one? Uh, no, he did the third. No, he did the first one. He wrote the second one. Well, co-wrote the second one. He's back for the third one. He's back for this third one. Yes. Um, and who's he brought along with him? He's brought Chris Pratt. He's back. Uh, Bryce Dice Howard's back. Uh, who else is back, though? Laura Dern's back. Jeff Goldblum's back again, because he was back in the last one, um, I think. Sam Neill's back. Mm-hmm. And then you've got uh, Mamadou Athi is there. B.D. Wong's back. Uh, and then Justin Big Smith Dick Wong is there. Um, Dewanda Wise. Did I yep. pronounce that anywhere near right? Yeah. Go on then. Fucking I think so. It's a fucking banner day for everyone today. Um, go on then. What happens? Well, dinosaurs, they're just in the motherfucking world. Just living their lives. Just living their lives in the world. And then, what would you know? There's a, a shady organisation. Um, called Biosyn. Biosyn, yeah. Yeah, with a, a shady billionaire owner, CEO, yeah. yeah. And they kidnap that girl. And at the same time, Blue's daughter as well, or son, or whatever sex that thing might be. Blue's gender-neutral spawn. <clears throat> well, she's a clone of the mother... So, blues. I'm guessing. What? B- blues is she? Born an egg. No, they they said they can they can replicate themselves. Yeah. So they're saying in the same way that you're a clone of your mother, she's a clone of Blue. What? Yeah, they did say that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they did. What's yeah. his name said it, didn't they? Mm. B D Wong said B. D. that. B D Wong said it. Yeah. So what? So like, Blue. Had an egg, but the egg was a genetic carbon copy of blue. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Fine. 
So that that's kind of what happens in in Jurassic <clears throat> World Dominion. There's bits happen. We'll get spoilery. Um, but first, Bex, Jurassic World Dominion. What do you think? Um, I just found it really underwhelming. I've been really looking forward to this as well, and I just, you know, the 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 Sam Neill Laura Dern bit was a nice little kind of thing to have them back for what is hopefully the last one but yeah do you know what it's the same as what um what I was saying about Australia there's too many things going on that even though it's fucking long you don't really kind of get involved in any of them you don't really care enough about any of the things that are going on or any of the people. Well, I, I'm going to say something later on when, when, when I give my thoughts that, that I think might be quite controversial. Yeah? Yeah. Why don't you say it now? Because I'm building the anticipation for our audience. Okay. Yeah, I just... Like, we saw it earlier today. Yeah. And I, I couldn't tell you the storyline, really. From, apart from like the the basics, the skeleton that you gave. Because for a two hour hour like twenty five minute movie, there's not an awful lot of story to it. No. Well, no, I mean the story is basically, hey, do you know what aren't problems? What dinosaurs? Do you know what are problems? What modified locusts? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like you've got. The dinosaurs being out in the world and causing havoc would have been enough of a story. Mm. They didn't have to add the shit but, about but, the little do girl. You know why, do, you know, do you know why they didn't want to do that? Because they had to get it to the point of the end of the movie. They, they realised, shit, we can't just get rid of all the dinosaurs now. We have to get it to a point where we can all live with the dinosaurs. Yeah, I guess. Ian. Why do you think it's Jurassic World yeah. So, I'm going to build up a little bit here, do a little bit of what we've been watching. Because I watched Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So, the Trevorrow arc has been really interesting. Because Jurassic World basically kind of like fulfilled the dream of what if Jurassic Park, but it had like customers in it. And that film is really fucking dumb. I've never quite twigged how dumb that film is. But this time around, that film, dumb. It dumb dumb. I enjoy it, but it dumb dumb. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is fucking mad. Bonkers. Like, cool. We're going to have uh, an, a dinosaur auction, and then it's basically going to turn into a haunted house film from the director of the orphanage, except the ghost is a dinosaur. Cool. <laughs> Why not? Um, so I, 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 I quite like Fallen Kingdom, in all honesty. I think it's just it, there's uh, an eccentricity about that film. Uh, and I think there's a good bait and switch where you, you think it's going to be, oh, they're back to the island again, and then halfway through, they're off the island. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 I didn't get a chance to go back and rewatch Fallen Kingdom. But I, I remember enjoying Fallen Kingdom because it becomes almost really fucking claustrophobic and almost... I, Feels like it's feels like it, it becomes quite small and quite enclosed for like the second half of it, 
which might be a little bit of false memory. It might be like the last half an hour or something like no. that, where it becomes this yeah, weird, but... like, gothic, fucking, really bleak film. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it is. It is. Maybe it is like the last half hour, 40 minutes, but it is. Um, I think Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I think, is the second most interesting of all the films. Yes. Um, so, Jurassic World Dominion... Go, it, it's It's gone big. It's gone really, really big. It's basically as big as I think you could probably have one of these films be without, I don't know, putting rocket launches on the dinosaurs or something. <laughs> but it's also brought the dumb back. Yeah. And there's just too too much going on. Aren't they all a little bit dumb? But the thing is, this is... Jesus fucking Christ. If they had people watching the security cameras at Biosyn, none of this shit would be happening. That is is a good point. The the, the whole... Wait a minute. So there's... Wait. there's, there's, There's only points where there's security cameras here. In this hyper secret place there's not 360 degree cameras everywhere where the whole thing is covered in cameras like fuck uh, my shop's got 360 degree, 360 degree cameras where you can't go anywhere in it <laughs> without being on camera surely this facility no. would have them yeah yeah it, it, it just they're remote and, mm. I'm sorry, I'm going to go again, right? Ian, I, I'm guessing when you're in your office, in your building, you have a, a, a key card that gets you into the building. On YouTube, uh-huh. right? That key card, I, I am also guessing, will register that you're in the building, right? Uh, Yeah. Yes, it does, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, again, those facilities, for that bracelet, we already know that they recognise that it's who it is so surely that must flag that ian malcolm had let them into the what is it yeah this is the weird thing there is specifically ian malcolm is like doing the like the the little conversation with laura dern gives her the thing and then it it goes uh, uh, like pans up and uh campbell scott is there looking down on them and it's like oh shit he just saw that. Yeah. And it's like, no, actually he didn't. Because then when he calls Ian Malcolm and uh, the the other guy, it is like, uh, well, what? what it, it felt like, okay, they're both busted, but then only one of them was busted. It, it's very, very confusing. And the whole, the other guy saying, you're not allowed to go in that direction. That direction has secret shit in it. Which, which you can't go yeah, there. Very much gives away the fact that he's in on it. <laughs> it, it, it was ridiculous. Because as soon as that happened, I thought, well, hang on a second. That's some fucking weird dialogue. And, and then, I, oh I, shit, I, he's I in it, on it. I fucking love that guy as well. Hey, he's good. I, 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 again, that guy's got a fucking great energy on screen. Yeah. Same yeah. as Justy Smith. Uh, he's got he's the one that who's got a fucking great energy on screen. Which one's that? And 
he's the he's the one who's with her at uh, the start and then he starts working for the cia uh, yeah. and again like what i fucking love that as well this it, like it's like oh the cia just scooped up random employees from jurassic world because there, there's like um he's like fl- flicking through faces and one of them is just like one of the park operators who was with Jake Johnson in Jurassic World. Yeah. And it's like, what? She's been recruited by the CIA. If, if, if we're going through stupid underwritten moments in this movie very quickly, can I have one that really fucking bothered me? Go on. Like, really bothered me. The, um, the shady fucking um, black market dinosaur dealer, Santos basically just shining a laser pen on people and that made the whatever it was she had <laughs> yeah. fucking Jason they could have done anything or it emits a pheromone scent yeah yeah that attaches to people what the laser allows them to what fucking track them no, yeah it wouldn't it's gone once it's it, it, gone. Yeah, that's it, a it, really it, good point it, it, you know it's because it, it literally is like really it's like Colin point. Trevorrow was was like was watching <laughs> some kind of was watching like that fucking 13 hours that Michael Bay movie and went how did you know they fucking laser tag shit before they bomb it and it's like right it's not as simple as that that is <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of difference but, and it's, it's like it's like right, we can use this she's got a laser pen that she just she subtly uses and it's attached to like like a bracelet on her wrist and she just fires a laser at her and, and, and these fucking things just go oh, I've got to go and kill that thing yeah so th- it the thing is right it is very, very, very stupid, but it kind of feels like some of the word that's come out of this is like Colin Trevorrow raped people's mums. Oh, and yeah. I, 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 I think it has been overblown. It is a dumb blockbuster. But I thought Sam Neill, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum barely missed a beat. I thought their their energy was absolutely apropos of the first one. I thought at times there was decent action. For as dumb as the Raptors chasing them stuff is, I thought that was actually hand like those action sequences were handled pretty well. I thought they were well shot. You know, like everything made sense, which is damning with faint praise, but that's sometimes that is difficult in 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 action films. Um and you know it was too long and it was overstuffed but i'm not going to say it's shit but i think the only reason why i'm saying i'm not going to say it's shit is because i'm kind of just in the tank for these films but i will say like there have been people saying this is one of the worst blockbusters i've ever seen i i'm i'm i am come on very 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 far from there yeah, it, 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 but it's, it, it's not great. But it's not that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's nowhere that uh, at all. Uh, I'm, I'm in agreement. I think you're in agreement there, are you? But it's, it's not. It's not great. But it's nowhere near that bad. No, no. I do have a controversial opinion though. Can I can I just say one thing then before you get into your controversial opinion? Yeah. The fucking dipping down and crouching down and putting your fucking hand out to calm oh. down dinosaurs really annoyed me through this film. Uh, it's, 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 it's part of that because you just don't like Chris Pratt, though. No, because I dislike no, Bryce Dallas no. Howard way more than I dislike Chris Pratt. I but think it's not part that, of that, but it's done that... too many times. 
in in these films it's been established that he does that with the raptors that he's trained yeah exactly but now apparently it works with all sorts of fucking dinosaurs <laughs> yeah so when he was doing it with blue i was like oh, fine yeah she's trained to recognize that mm-hmm. but what the fuck no they're one doing, else is they're doing that with um the the like there's that one bit with omar c as well where they're both doing it and it's like but those raptors they they don't they would just eat them they would better have that i all yeah like what they should have done just to acknowledge how stupid it was is just have a bad guy at one point do that and then the dinosaur just fucking eat them and then when the little girl does it she at the end blue. and she, shouts she it yeah but and then shouts her it's like oh for fuck's sake really she she's like blue. a badass dinosaur trainer now is she yeah she's not she's a child who's clearly been around that dinosaur for most of it's her. not blue though is it no but it's a direct copy of her it just it annoyed me all right even sam neil doing it annoyed me less than the, that girl shouting at the dinosaur I think that the the worst bit about this movie... Oh, is this the controversial yeah. opinion? Okay. The worst bit about this movie and what makes it overlong, confused, and frankly, boring at places is the reintroduction of Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern. Feels shoehorned in uh, like a motherfucker, and it completely... It just... It, it makes you care less about the rest of the cast because it's like, we had to bring these guys back to make this more interesting. But still, here's their story as well. What? <laughs> right, Mark, um, I would like to counter with Go Fuck Yourself. Yeah. Um, now, I the, this is the thing. Boring. I, boring I don't... The fi- with them, I, I, I 100... 180 degrees will disagree yeah yeah i i i i I know people will but i don't need to see jeff goldblum essentially phoning it in for a paycheck anymore yeah all right minimal effort related to your is that because you just don't like chris pratt question you don't like jeff goldblum i I just think that that is minimum application jeff goldblum but he's not one of the the main story pushing character he's not in it he's in basically one scene until the last 40 minutes yeah the last 40 minutes is like a third of the movie he's not central to that last 40 minutes really is he he's like he's part of an ensemble yeah but i I just i I, I, their their little fucking side mission did nothing for me that wasn't the side i like that was that was the that was the main crux of it and chris fucking pratt and bryce dallas howard their boring fucking side story of trying to get their yeah, I mean, bunny ears daughter back was the side, side this, mission this is the thing like but the bryce dallas howard like parachuting into the fucking like forest and then that bit you could fuck that bit right off yeah um chris pat and dewanda wise on the ice with the i did like the he's a real asshole line um but apart from even, that, even that scene can fuck off as well. The fact, actually, I'm talking myself more into not liking this movie. Because Fair even, enough. even <laughs> that fucking, what's her name? Do wonder why is there? Her, just, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I, I'll take you and destroy my livelihood probably and everything like that. Because, yeah, maybe yeah. should have done something about that. 
No, but I, I think that's fairly believable, though, because, like, if she's been working for this shady company and trans- transporting dinosaurs, which, let's be honest, aren't real. Like, there's, there's it's, it's going to be a difficult thing to accept them as part of, like, the ecosystem when they are genetically engineered. So you can kind of trick yourself into thinking, well, they're not real animals. They're just, like, science experiments. Yes, I will take them back. When you see them actually, like, kidnapping children, it's probably made her have a bit of a change of heart. Funny, but didn't she seem a little bit cartoony? Yeah. She did. But she was one of the more human fucking feeling characters in it. Yeah, I just... I didn't need... I didn't need a collection of essentially moments designed to, to provoke the DiCaprio pointing at screen meme. Yeah, and there was there was a lot of that, don't get me wrong. There was but I, the, so the Sam Neill and Laura Dern side was so much Laura more interesting. Laura Dern's introduction to the film is her doing another looking out over something and taking off her glasses thing. Right. It was she just... does it really fucking well. It was just... Come on! It, it they're, they're, the thing is, there are at times Ghostbusters afterlife levels of DiCaprio pointing at screen meme. Yeah. Um, with 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 this, but I'll be honest, I'm talking myself into liking it less as well. <laughs> um. Um. I, I, but I. I'm in the tank. The thing is, I'm in the tank for that. But I'm also gonna say I know what Trevorrow's doing, and it's lazy. That's it. Oh, absolutely. But the, yeah. the, the whole thing's fucking yeah. lazy. The Jurassic World bit of this franchise hasn't been anywhere near as pos- popular as the Jurassic Park segments were. Let's be honest; it's all hanging off one really fucking good movie. The rest of them are a bit ropey, but. Looking at it and going, shit, people don't really so, like this whole Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard thing that we're trying to hinge our entire movie on. Who who did they like? Right, fuck it, let's bring them back. Do you reckon it was an accident, though? The whole thing... Well, like, Laura Dern just turned up no. on set one day and looked out over a thing. No, the, the, <laughs> the whole thing was an accident because they didn't expect it to make as much money as it did. Jurassic World. <laughs> sorry, that's really got me, I'm sorry. That was very quick, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what do you mean, babe? Sorry. The, 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 Sorry. There was no plan to make other movies. Well, it shouldn't. It shouldn't have. Jurassic World's not very good. But it made a shit ton of money, and that's what I mean. It. They, they just. They didn't never expect it to make anywhere near what it made. I mean, didn't it? I, I am right in thinking that Jurassic World, like. Broke fucking records for opening weekend. Yeah, for like a short time, it was the highest opening weekend in the US. It was the, it was the, the highest grossing film in the US of 2015. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's such a bad way of judging. It's like 500 million in its first weekend. Like no, it, it, no it, 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 it is a bad way of judging, but I, I, I get what Mark's saying, though, that they... Like this franchise, this Jurassic World franchise being this big, is almost like they stumbled upon it. Yeah, yeah. But what, what, no, what I was going to say was it's a really bad way for filmmakers to judge 
the success of a movie because people don't know that the movie's shit until they've already paid their money. You can't get a refund because a movie's shit. It's a bunch of common effect, though. <clears throat> but it's it's like word of mouth and the multiplier, though. That's the thing. It's like yeah. if you look at if you look at Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, that film has done only just over two times its opening weekend in the US. Top Gun Maverick is like potentially gonna like if it it could potentially do four times yeah and that's after a big opening weekend as well so that that that's the thing it's like that that's that that's the indicator of like how well a film is actually doing is how well it multiplies now dominion is probably gonna have a massive drop off next week mm. and I, th- I you know and i think the the overall gross will be underwhelming compared to how it opened and that is going to be the thing that makes universal think all right we kind of got out just by the skin of our teeth with this one we're going to give it a few years and course correct get a new creative team in so that was my next question do we all think that we're going to have a new another jurassic I think they need to just let it die to be honest it's every jurassic park is a fantastic movie un, undeniably and every sequel just waters down its legacy i it just there's a really interesting like fucking horror movie to be made after this they won't make it no but there, there would be a really interesting fucking predator style fucking horror movie to be made out of this, where you could have it where somebody has to go in to get something out of that island, that compound. Yeah, that's the other trailer we watched that we didn't talk about. What? Prey. Oh yeah, that's fucking interesting. That. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm touching cloth on it now. On Jurassic World Dominion. I, I I feel like I've said enough negative things that I need to be touching cloth on it as well. And I was before mild, definitely not shit. But, yeah. Bex? Yeah, I am, but I always was. Touching cloth? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 Ian's right. It's nowhere near as bad as people would like you to think it is. No. But it's also nowhere near as good as the movie would like to have been. It, it just... I. The thing is, um, so we'd booked tickets to see it, Donna, Lots, me, and uh, some friends of ours and their two kids. And then Lottie had a massive fucking meltdown while I was rewatching Jurassic World. She is not a film fan, and anything that's got even the mildest hint of threat, she cannot deal with. Um, and uh, so I cancelled their tickets. So we went out for dinner with our friends. And then Donna and Lottie went to the pool and I just went to see Jurassic World Dominion with our friends. <laughs> um, and, and, and like they were surprised and I was just like, it's me. What do you mean? And of course, I'm not cancelling the cinema ticket. And they were like, yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, and um, they're, they're, they're lads. One of them is like just like a massive fan of dinosaurs, like the classical stereotypical kid who likes dinosaurs. And um, he wasn't sat near me, and I kind of wish he was, because apparently all the way through, all he was doing was saying to his mum, 
that's a blurosaurus. That's a blurosaurus. You know, and apparently she was getting quite annoyed with him. And I would have just been like, that would have just hyped me up more. Yeah, I, 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 that, yeah if I'd have had a kid next to me saying that, just tapping me and going, that's a, a point I'll eat the dinosaurs, I'd have been like, I'm all right with this. But these are made he, up, like, like, not real dinosaurs in this, though, aren't they? No. Like, I, 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 the, the, I the names in this are stupid. I think the only one that's not real is the Gigasaurus. Like, the, the Giganticosaurus or whatever the fuck they call yeah. it. The really massive Asaurus. It's just oh, it's like they've come up with like I, the stupidest names they could. But do, I, I will do, say do you believe well, that sorry, if people I, were genetically modifying dinosaurs, they wouldn't come up with stupid names for them? No. Yeah. You'd have one that would be called Steve because they thought it would be funny. Dino McDino face yeah. or something like that. You know, yeah. Um, I, I will say as well, I swear to God, Sam Neill at three te- separate times about three separate dinosaurs said it's the largest carnivore that's ever walked the earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of violence towards God. dinosaurs in that movie as well. Aww. We're just, they're just wandering around doing dinosaur things. They're not the bad guys. <laughs> No, no. I think, I'm glad that the T-Rex managed to beat the Giganticosaurus, though. T-Rex is always going to win. I was rooting for him. Wins in Jurassic World as well. Yeah. Wins in Fallen Kingdom. I'm trying to think now. What do they... Is he Kong? I can't remember. Like a bad guy, good guy. Like bad guy because he's dangerous, but good guy like in his heart. And Godzilla, yeah. 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 Because he's got little arms. Yeah. And he's a bit thick. Like Jordan Pickford. Because he's even the good guy in Jurassic Park, because the raptors are the dickheads there, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. It's... And those fan-headed men. Yeah. Yeah. They eat that fat guy. And, what's his name? Campbell Scott. Scott. Ah. I did Campbell Scott just basically doing, hey, what if you mix Tim Cook and Steve Jobs? <laughs> yeah like that's all that character was again lazy god I'm talking myself down even more right well our I audience had a couple poll of people... was up shit 14% touching glutton or and shit 14% next month <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry shit it's 20 past 8 yeah alright no I'm not, not no, I, 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 I just don't want to destroy it for you what? I don't see the reason why you hate the Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> what? Because you're talking yourself down the more we talk. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, it, look, it's just, it's a very silly film. And the pro, I, I've got to say, the prospect of watching it again does somewhat fill me with dread. You see, I probably will watch it again. I would like to do a full rewatch of all of them. Yeah, I could do that. All right, deal. When it comes out, I'm. No. Yeah, I'm doing it now, am I? Yeah. Not, not, not literally right now. Straight up, right? The, the, the thing is, The Lost World, I think. I mean, Jurassic Park fucking rules. The Lost World is interesting. Jurassic Park 3 is short um, and it just like full of action. Jurassic World is dumb but does the whole hey what if a whole park had to deal with like uh, uh, loads of people in the park have to deal with this shit and fallen kingdom is the guy who directed the orphanage directing the jurassic park film and it's what you think it would be <laughs> so there, 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 there are positives 
dotted around in these films. But Dominion is... Oh, God. Is it the worst one? Is it the worst one? And there I was on Twitter saying, nah, it's all right. And people atting me saying, you're an idiot. Am I an idiot? No, I don't Some think it, 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 it's, it's not that bad. There are, there are much worse blockbusters than it, it but it might I, be the I, worst Jurassic Park yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's it though, isn't it? And it's just like, my word, have we had a fucking buffet of good shit over the last few months. Mm. So it just, it does call itself out more. Anyway, something to ponder, is Ian an idiot? I mean, it's better than the usual one we ponder of, is Mark an idiot? Yes. We don't ponder that one, baby, we know the answer. That's a fair point, yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> we yeah, accuse. Point. <laughs> um, right, you didn't watch this movie, did you, Bex? I didn't. Are you going to go and shake some veg? I am going to go shake some veg. Yeah. Um, it's not a euphemism. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? Putting four or five-year-olds in front of this movie, it's like, if they didn't know what death was before this, they're going to know it after it. They're going to know it after it, and they're going to be freaking terrified. And they're going to be questioning you. Yeah. Or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one has a cold, dead heart? Yeah, The Dark Knight has got all the orphans, and like, oh no, we're going to die. They did not build up those orphans at all. In my head, it's like, kill them. Then look no further, the His Film Her Movie podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. CS3P Combat Player 1, choose your character Tired of film and television podcasts where the hosts exist in a blissful state of agreement? Player 2, choose your character While you're in luck Punter Round 1, fight Allow me to introduce you to the Chinstroker vs. Punter podcast Featuring two film and television fans from Birmingham, England, who enjoy their media in very different ways. But anyway, that brings us to the end of the plot of Blue Velvet. The plot. I mean, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. So join us as we catch up on what we've been watching from our own very different perspectives. Double KO. Round two. Fight. You can find us at csvsp.libson.com, also on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the places that podcasts can be found. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. I'm just, just getting confirmation. It's just in That's the third time, though. I mean, am I, is this on? Uh, Hustle uh, is the latest Netflix Adam Sandler movie. Hey, do you remember when... Adam Sandler said he was going to do more Netflix movies and then some of them have been this and Upcut Gems and things like that. It's bizarre, isn't it? I thought it was fucking so weird when the Happy Madison logo came up for the start of this film. Yep. Uh, so...
And, and so it's th- sorry, the film, sorry, thank you, it's just Jeremy, because I put the other one too hot, I think. Uh, oh, my bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so directed by um, Jeremiah Zaga, uh, and stars Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah. Um, oh, yeah. Basketball player Juancho Hanana Gomez. I'm, I'm sticking to that, it's wrong, but I'm sticking Let's to it. Let's do it. it. Um, a lot of the basketball players, Robert Duval and Ben Foster as Robert Duval's son, by basically going, oh, he doesn't look like Robert Duval's son. Wait a minute, I've got an idea. What? <laughs> now he does. Yep, he does. Brilliant. Yep. Just shave his head. <laughs> Actually, you know and was that Christian Schaal as his as his sister? Who was that? As his sister. Point, yeah. As as Ben Foster's sister, it was. I don't know. Oh no, it's Heidi Gardner. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, um. So the story is. Adam Sander plays Stanley Sugarman, uh, who is a scout for the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Um, right. Quite Sorry. well respected uh, within the the community NBA community, um, and he's kind of working up. He wants to be a coach. Um, he eventually gets made a coach, and what would you have it? Um, just after he gets made a coach by Robert Duval, Robert Duval dies, and his shit heel son Ben Foster, who Adam Sandler doesn't get along with, basically tells him he's too rely, he's too um, indispensable as a scout, so he has to get back on the road. Um, he gets back on the road and he finds a diamond in the rough in Madrid. Uh, we'll get more into it as we go along. But, um, Ian, I, first of all, before I know we don't really do questions, but I need to ask this little question beforehand. Are you in any way like a basketball fan or anything like that? Uh, I I know of basketball, and I've watched half of the Last Dance, and I used to play NBA Jam. Very good. Um, I have. Yeah. I was very into basketball in the um, mid nineties, and um, would be able to tell you about three players now, and two of them would probably be wrong and retired, uh, and the other one would be mm. LeBron James. Who was one of the producers of this movie? Um, Ian, hustle. What did you think? Right. So, Adam Sandler is a guy who has made, I think, has driven a lot of subscriptions to Netflix. Yeah. Um, but does seem to be turning his attention to people like me and I can do more serious shit but not necessarily give me an Oscar shit and find fulfilment there as well. And with Hustle, uh, I I think he's made one of his best in in that regard. so I, I was uh, I was WhatsApping Mark through watching this film last night, um, just in terms of holy fucking shit, is this actually gonna 
stick the landing in the way it's like if the second half is anything like the first half this is going to be fucking amazing holy shit is this going to stick the landing those kinds of things and I, I thought it did um it's got a lot of the sports movie stuff going on but um considering i'm fairly ambivalent towards sports as a whole i i do like me a sports movie um and this really 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 got me in 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 a, a, a pretty big deal way um as we often do with bastards i i say particularly in the first half of the year if this film is in my top 10 at the end of the year then it's been a uh, it's not in my top 10 at the end of the year it's been a hell of a year um i feel i'm starting to feel like my top 10 at the end of the year is going to be the best top 10 that we've had in bastards history and it being like it going into our 10 year anniversary it kind of feels like apropos um i thought this was a fantastically acted fantastically directed bit of sports drama that went in avenues that i wasn't expecting and also low-key had maybe the single best 10 seconds or so before the credits start in terms of how it sums up the lead character Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? Um, I was a little bit... Because there was a, a lot of sort of fuss made around this movie sort of like um, before it came out. And then mm. the fact that there have been so little about it since had me a little bit, oh, fuck, worried. Um, but then, like, 20 minutes into it, um, I, I was very much like, all right, I'm I'm really fucking digging the vibe of this movie. Uh, it's ticking along at a really nice pace. It's it very much sets itself out as it is a a sports drama, but Sandler is being fun in it and funny in it. Um, the the constant quips about his weight throughout the movie are brilliant, and he's you can see with the character. Um, He's not a... You can see the character why he's well-respected um, uh, for his job and bits like that. And he's not like... There's not an element of they feel sorry for him or he's, you know... There's a, an element of tokenism to him or anything like that. He's legitimately good at his job and mm. people respect him for that and they know that he's quite a nice guy. Um... And, and that that carries across his relationship with with um, Queen Latifah, who plays his wife in it, is brilliant. She's fantastic in it. You know, the, the, yeah. there's a point about halfway through it where they, they have a little back and forth with each other. And it's not even like a big scene. It's just a, um, a it's her chewing him out about something, um, and she walks off. And I thought, and I, I, I was thinking of. Holy shit, Queen Latifah's great in anything she's in. Yep. Why isn't she? Why? Why don't we see more of her? Because she's genuinely great in things. Um, and it, 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 it's the fact that it's what would normally be a bit of a nothing role, the like the supportive slash ball breaking wife. Yeah. And she just brings 
personality to it. Yeah, which, which, which helps bring more personality to to Sandler's character. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it adds a, a more kind of roundness to his character, who is who's great, and you know you've got the him teaching, but and constantly trying to make the nick, nickname stand. But you don't. He, he just he's not he's not he he doesn't see this kid as he's not trying to exploit him at all nope. or anything like that. There's no. There's no cynicism to this movie, and I quite I really like that about it. It isn't he doesn't see it him as his way to get back to where he wants to be. He just sees it as holy fuck, I I, I found something. You know the the fucking the scene on the on the uh, on the bus <laughs> where he's using the translate thing. Oh god, it's great. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like. To a guy like me, you're amazing, and you're you're a dream come true. He's like, wait a minute, and he turns around. That guy's like, wait, did that sound wrong? That sounded wrong, didn't it? (laughs) It's just, but he's great. (laughs) That that's the thing, and it's like it's not necessarily him making jokes. It's just he's funny. Yeah, the character is funny. There's a moment where where he says about something. uh, My boss says something about somebody growing. All the fact is like, why do you look at me when you said that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that is a good that is a good running theme. <laughs> but it's the actions. The the thing is, um, as well, what what I thought that they did really because I've watched a lot of basketball movies over the years because there's been a lot of them. What this did really well that I, I I don't think a lot of them have done because of the angles that they show you it from, is it made you appreciate how fucking far that three-point line is away from the basket. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see sort of three-point has been shown a lot of the time in movies, or even when you're watching basketball, and because of the angle and the distance that they're showing you it at to give you the full-court experience, it doesn't look like it's that far. But if you actually have a stand at a three-point line, it's it, it's a it's a long way, and it's just the the idea of as well him when he takes him first time to the bottom of that hill, and it's like you've got to run up and down that because basketball isn't just it it it, 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 it then solidifies to you as somebody's watching going yeah basketball isn't just about being able to make these shots these guys have got to essentially shuttle sprint fucking for a long time it's an exhausting sport that is there it, it, it yes it stops start but it, it it's because it's you're not there's not a lot of running there's a lot of sprinting over a distance yeah and that is it's training that it, it, it's why most basketball players wouldn't be able to run fucking 400 meters but most 400 meter runners wouldn't be able to run 50 meters like fucking eight times at full pelt it's it's yeah. a different training that exists there i it i don't it just like the 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 dynamic between the two works so well and it's i remember years ago i think i think on 35 millimeter heroes talking about drag me to hell and how that film, like the way the horror, the, the the scares work in that is like the discombobulating rhythm in which they happen, 
And I almost kind of had that with Hustle in the way that things just didn't quite happen at the flow that I kind of expected them to. So, like, when Adam Sandler's chewing out Ben Foster, it kind of felt like either that was going to happen earlier in the film, in the first 20 minutes he was going to quit, or right at the end he was going to quit and be his own man. But no, it happens probably coming up on halfway through. Yep. Um, and, and then Ben Foster... It's like the <clears throat> you are seeing him through the film like watching and being passive aggressive about like the quality of um of of, of Bo Cruz. Um but the only real action that he actually takes is the whole he Stanley Sugarman sent like it brought him over, we didn't have anything to do with it, blah blah blah. And then he's actually not really a threat at all in the film and then the Kristen Schaal looking woman who's an SNL cast member by the way which I think is why I uh, uh, got them confused but um, they like then she's there and it's suddenly no my brother fucked up I'm managing shit now you know and it's just like these things kind of happen in a discombobulating way and like the um, when Bo kind of like the second time he gets psyched out by Kermit. But then it's like, well, what's going to happen now then? And then, and then there's another tryout. I wasn't expecting that. It was like, when it was like, right, he's off. I was like, what the fuck's happening? And it actually got me like the, the rhythms of this film surprised me and and kind of like, just kept me engaged in the like, yes, it's a sports film. And overall, the arc of it plays out kind of how a sports film does, but what happens in it was mixed up enough that it did keep me on my toes. Yeah. But then the ending. So I mentioned this, but and I, like, I've, I've read a few reviews of this film and I've just not really seen this mentioned. So I want to call it out, but the way that, Sandler like gives him a hug and it's like you know don't tell anyone but I'm going to be rooting for you tonight <laughs> and then when he's giving the team talk and then he pulls the player up and he's like this is what he's gonna do you know and it's like he respects him he loves him but for this time he is against him this is and I'm gonna tell my player the best way to combat him because he's a fucking professional. Yeah. And the film doesn't comment on that and it ends. That is a fucking masterstroke. And it gives so much integrity. I mean, already Sandler had integrity up to the eyeballs, but so much integrity there. That's it. It, just, it, it really, yeah. The temptation must have been there from a screenwriting point of view. And I feel that. It, it, it's very much a choice to go, no, he cannot end up at the 76ers. And it, we can't have that no, shot exactly. of, him, of him sinking a fucking basket and turning around and looking at Sandler and Sandler looking like the proud father. Or, or I mean, even, like, cutting to a free... Like, having a freeze frame when they hug. Yeah. It you could have, you know, you could have done that. It doesn't do that. It's Stanley loves his team he loves that guy 
But while the, he's against him, while they're on the court, he is going to do right by his team. Mm. And I just thought that was such a lovely way to end this film. Yeah. The, the, yeah, it's fantastic. It, it is. It's a, it, it's a, it barrels along as well for a movie that is nearly two hours long. It, it gets it gets a lot of its stuff done and it is really entertaining along the way as well. Um, the as well there's a great bit in it where he I think I think it's the first time that that Bo loses to Kermit essentially, um, and he's trying to pick him off the ground. And he's basically saying to him, you know, do you love this game? And he's like, yeah, and I do. He's like, right, no, but are you obsessed with it? Because you have to be. Um, and it's almost like they're painting Kermit as the bad guy in it but it's not he's not the bad guy at all he's not like his nemesis or anything like that he's just a guy he even says you know he's the number two draft pick the reason why he's doing all this shit is because he doesn't want to be the number two he wants to be the number fucking one he's doing this yeah. he's doing all this shit because he feels like he wants to be the fucking king and that's fine you know he doesn't he isn't he isn't being fucking he isn't getting um in Buller's head because he's a dickhead he's probably a nice guy he's doing it because it's the way that he gets the advantage and another fucking yeah. great really nice bit is the bit where he turns around to him and just and, and says oh your mother's actually she's not a heart oh and he's like oh you know thanks like no she gives that shit away for free and then they have the chase around the <laughs> She gives that fat ass away for free. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it it's just it's great. It, it, it's a way for the character to kind of say, "Look, I wasn't disrespecting your mother. Your mother's fucking great. I met her. She's lovely." Um, but also, still have a bit of a fucking joke with him. And even the the daughter turning up because you know it's gonna happen. Uh, at that point, you know that, the, that he's, he's arranging for the daughter. As soon as Queen Latifah says, it's not having the kid there. That's what's getting him down. You know it's going to happen. Yeah. But it doesn't feel cynical. It feels like something that you go, do you know what? Yeah. Stanley seems like the kind of guy who would do that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's a, an absolutely cracking movie. Uh, yeah, it's it. The thing is, it's like in most years, I'd be like, it's my favorite film of the year so far. As it as it as it stands, it's my number five. But that's just a testament to the strength of the year. Yeah, it's. I will probably end up watching this again before the end of the year. Just because, a, I mean, Becky watch because I think she might actually quite like it. Um. Mm. I'd be just because yeah it, it, it'll be in my top 10 and I need to solidify where but it's it, it's great oh and as well I know we, we, we say this sometimes but I would I would love to have seen this in a cinema yeah like the showcase here was showing it but it was one showing a day it was 10 o'clock yeah and it's just I you know I can't do that you know, it's just I, me. I can't do that. If there was a show in at like eight o'clock or something like that, I would have gone last week. Um, but 
yeah, it is what it is. But uh, my word, definitely not shit. Definitely not shit. Uh, our audience poll, definitely not shit, 71%. Touching cloth, 29%. Yeah. So that makes shit and Geostorm 0%. Um, so what, what else have we been watching, guys? I need to pick E. What have you been watching, Becky? That's not a film. I need to pee. <laughs> uh, I'll be back. I haven't watched anything on my own. Okay. Okay. Um, well, sh- we'll, we'll, we'll briefly wait till Ian gets back. Okay, okay. How are our veg doing? Let's let, let, let let's let's fill let's fill by by discussing what's happened with our veg. So that Ian doesn't have to edit. They're all right now. So what? what, what how 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 near to disastrous was it? I had to I had to get rid of a bit of it on the edges. I've replaced it though. Replaced it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What did I put it at? Two hundred and forty fucking degrees. Did I? Most vegetables. What is wrong with you? I thought I put it at two hundred. No, even that would be too hot. Would it? Yeah. For that long, yeah. How long am I doing at two hundred? Hey. Yeah. At two hundred, you're looking at. It's difficult because there's about a mix of stuff in there. But yeah, for about half an hour. It's been yeah. longer than half an hour since you put them in. Well, no, no, that's all that now. I just put them in way too early, didn't I? You put them way in at 240 early. degrees. Yeah, well, they're roasted veg. They're really fucking roasted veg now. Uh, well, they're not now, because I fixed it. They're motherfucking roasted veg. Okay. Do you want to tell the audience what I'm having? You can, you can, it's your baby. Not my baby now, is it? I fucked it. Well, I just replaced some I veg that I took out. I fully served baby. <laughs> Gross, dude. <laughs> We're like belly pork, aren't we? Like a, like a marinated belly pork. Slow roasted. Slow roasted belly pork with mm. Mediterranean veg and brown rice. Yes. Because we're trying to be healthy now. Almost we? brown veg and brown rice. <laughs> it was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Big old ball of brown. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tight. It is going to be tight. It's going to be very nice. Meat looks good. Thank you, Mother Peach, for saying that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What have you read this week, Becky? I've read some more of The Illustrated Man, but honestly, I'm, I'm currently watching Stranger Things 4 and hating myself and wishing I was reading every moment that I'm watching it, which is not what I think it was going for. How is Stranger Things 4 going? Have you been running up that hill with it? Do you know what? The non-11 bits are really good. The 11 bits are just boring. It's actually got like Millie Brown. Nah, they're just boring. It's just very kind of... It's her exploring her past and how she like... Um, initially unleashed her powers and stuff like that and it's just we've seen this we know this kind of thing yeah it's just a bit boring so you're not not vibing with it no so you're not looking forward to the two and a half hour fucking final episode it depends where it ends to be fair so is this the last series of it it is but it's split into two bits so the last four episodes i think it is come out in july but on, on, when you break. Isn't there like I thought there was another season coming after this like second part though. I don't think so. Not that I've heard, maybe. So are you are you back in the room here? Uh yeah, yeah, hi. So Becky hasn't watched anything solo, but I've watched two movies solo. Are they are they cinematic masterpieces? Well, I said recently that I needed to start watching some better movies. More highbrow. I? More highbrow. Yeah. So I did. Yeah. I started by watching 2014's Neighbours or 
bad neighbours, as it was called in this country. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so highbrow. With yeah, with Seth Rogen, Zac Efron, Rose Byrne, and Dave Franco, and other people in it. Um, what I will say is, bad neighbours, Bob neighbours. Um, it's still quite funny. It holds up. Um, but it's it's amusing rewatching it and going, actually, yeah, Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne are are actually the the bad guys in it. <laughs> Weirdly, yeah. Like the like, like the, the Zac Efron character of, of Teddy, he literally says to them, "Look, if we're ever making too much noise, come round yeah. and, and, and speak to me about it. Don't call the police. Speak to me about it. And I'll sort it out." And the first time they do, he does turn it down. <laughs> he does turn it down, and the music does get turned down. It's just they it, it, they're still having a party. <laughs> Mm. It's yeah, but yeah, I, I enjoyed rewatching Neighbours, um, and then I rewatched Neighbours Two: Sorority Rising. Mm. Um, and I also quite enjoyed this. It it gets across, I think the the general um, weird immaturity of. Um, of the fact that you've got these young kids. I mean, part of it might have been because we've got a daughter who is essentially about to go to university. Terrifying. Um, and the um, so like the Chloe Grace Moretz character um, and the little sorority thing that she has essentially is supposed to be eighteen, their first time away from home, and we're gonna have a child who within the next few months, is going to have the UK version of that. Hmm. Isn't she? Yeah. So it was kind of weird seeing that and going, yeah, there's, there's the element of, yes, they are to a level capable of almost being adults, but also as well, they're no. still fucking children. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's that. But the, again, the brilliance of, um, of, of Zac Efron's performance as Teddy... To the moment where he, where they, where they point out um, about the fact that you know when he's saying to the girls when he runs into the when he go, runs to the house mm. and he says you know we used to have some great parties here it's like yeah but you know there were frat parties but yeah but like loads of sorority girls came we had and he starts listing them and like and then looking at him because every single one is like boats and hose party and bar <laughs> and hose and, and his reaction when they point out. They're all whole party. It's like, no, no, it's not like... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God. This is horrible. <laughs> and it's the realisation <laughs> that that happened, that he just didn't realise it at the time. <clears throat> yeah. And then didn't. And then there's a there's a, there's a a quote that we have quite often in this house, isn't there? Of the bag of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> That's where this comes from. Yeah. Uh. So there's a moment in the film where, where the girls are throwing things at the house. And essentially, it is used tampons. Grim. And Zac Efron's character is like, wait, wait, where did you get all that fake blood from? Like, it's not fake blood, it's it's from our, and I'm quoting the film, it's from our vaginas. And Zac Efron's character is like, that's disgusting. And their response to it is, well, if it was like a bag of dicks, you wouldn't have a problem with it. And then his response is, 
Oh, wait a minute, yeah, this bag of dicks, yeah, that's quite funny. That's quite funny. <laughs> and for some reason, that quote gets put around our house a lot, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why. Big old bag of dicks. Big old bag of dicks. Yeah. You are a dick bag, a big old bag of dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Which usually then involves one of us <laughs> turning around and going, <laughs> bag of dicks, yeah. and walking off. But yeah, it's... Cat's a dick bag. Yeah. But then, like, the whole... Also as well, the character, Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen's character, is more fleshed out. There's a whole running joke about the fact that their daughter is playing with her vibrator. Mm. So then they start dressing it up to make it seem like it's not a vibrator. And then there's a moment later on where they're talking about how they're terrible parents and who's the worst parent. And, like, Seth Rogen's talking about, like... I went out to the store and did like a whole round of shopping and forgot she was here because I forgot she existed for a brief amount of time. <laughs> and then there's a, I dropped her on her head when she was a baby and said, I was like, I did that too. Wow. <laughs> and it's kind of like almost relatable. I never dropped Isabel on her head. I did. I did break her forehead open with a car door. Though. You did that, yeah. Yeah. Got a permanent scar. I went home once and left her in a shop. Oh, that's really bad. I got oh, home, sat down and went, Oh shit! <laughs> How old was she? Like about six months. Mark Foster. <laughs> you never told me that. Yeah. I won't let you take her out again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just hand up. I've never claimed to be that great a parent. Mm-hmm. Got to 18. Yeah. Nearly. 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 Like a week to go. Touch wood. Touch fucking wood. Um. And I won together. What did we watch, Becky? What did we watch? Seriously? Hang on. Are you having to check this? Oh my god, yeah. So, there we fucking go. Sorry, I was trying to think what we'd watched at home and it's nothing. But we did. We did go to the cinema to see Blade Runner, didn't we? We did. We went to Parkway, didn't we? We did. What a charming oh, yeah. little cinema that is. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. It has staff who smile. And this isn't against anything that I've always... <laughs> Any City World since Staff Boy's been great. The view staff in New York are terrible, but view staff in other places have been good. Mm. But um, but yeah, they are very much very chatty, aren't they? Yeah, and it feels like really a cinema. They're like dressed smart, and there's like a cinema bar, and so the um, screen that we went into for Blade Runner, yeah, screen six, yeah, is their theatre screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had like the stage in front of the screen like covered in red carpet and it had red curtains and yeah. like it was just honestly it sounds really fucking cheesy but it's the only word that can describe it it was a magical experience for me going to see my favorite film on that type of screen in 7.1 it was it was amazing yeah sweet in 7.1 and a 4k really presentation of it as well yeah um and that 7.1 fucking speaker system is fucking great mm. Well, I said to you, didn't I? Like, when he's sat in the car and he's talking to his, like, police chief man, yeah. I'd, I'd never never been able to make out that he says that Roy had also killed JF. Yeah. I'd, I'd never twigged it. And, like, it never really registered with me with me that it's Rachel that kills Leo. Yeah. Like, just little bits. Like, the, the whole chase sequence at the end in JF's house... <laughs> Just it the it, it hit different. It it didn't feel as like claustrophobic and chaotic and not followable. You could kind of track the action better. 
honestly amazing experience it really was yeah it was fantastic yeah it is great to, to watch on the big screen I've now seen all the different cuts on the big screen nice yeah I'm fully ready to cancel my Cineworld subscription and go Parkway I've just got to persuade you now haven't I yeah you do uh, but yeah Parkway simply is, yeah, <laughs> is, is, is great it's really really good yeah very nice cinema experience and like, I think I've mentioned this to, to Ian when we were trying to watch that was gobsmacked at how many people were there yeah, it was really busy, actually, wasn't it? I there was think. 70 plus people there, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, and it's not a massive seating space, really, is it? So it did feel kind of busy. Yeah. Like a massive, massive screen, and loads the, of seats with 70 people in. Yeah. could still feel quite empty. And, a, and an age range of, like, late teens up to, like, there was a couple in there who looked like they were in the, like, late 60s. Yeah. No, it was awesome. Yeah. That's fucking it. That, that's ace. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, Ian, what have you been watching? Uh, I've only got the one apart from the Jurassic World films. Uh, rewatched The Batman. Because um, you were lukewarm on it, weren't you? Yeah. So are you and I'm still pretty fucking. Or are fu- you um, lukewarm now? I'm still pretty fucking lukewarm. I had to watch it in three sittings. That film is aggressively long. Um, it it just don't, it, it doesn't need to be that like straight up. Um, I get building atmosphere, but when Batman is walking around looking at clues in that first section where like the uh, the mayor's killed I swear to god it's like 10 minutes of him just looking at something Jeffrey Wright going come on man you can't look at that him looking at something else a cop going hey why is he here he can't be here he's the Batman Jeffrey Wright going it's alright brother he's one of mine for 10 minutes it's like no no Pattinson's, Pattinson's very, very good. Colin Farrell's very, very good. Zoe Kravitz is very, very good. And it, they'd be even better in a film that was at least fucking two and a half hours long, not two hours 57. Um, yeah, it is literally like three hours, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And straight up, Paul Dano, I, like, just, nah, nah. It, it, like that scene in Arkham Asylum is really fucking bad from him, um, and I I don't think it's his fault. I think it, it obviously he's been directed that way, but the kind of like the incel placing his faith in Batman and then having that destroyed when Batman's like, nah, you're a wrong one. It, it just no, and and the ending as well. I I I think the the idea of people who've been following the Riddler on YouTube or TikTok or whatever taking things into their own hands is interesting. But the way it's staged, where it's like right, they're in the rafters of this mayoral like celebration, and they're just up there. And it 
literally plays out like a bit in Arkham Asylum. Um, it, I, it, it's borderline boring at times, this film. Um, and it also makes a massive mistake in the Penguin basically barely being on screen after the first hour 40. Um, Colin Farrell is so good in this and Paul Dano is so wet <laughs> and not ABD wet, just wet. Um, that, yeah, I, 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 I am very, very lukewarm on it. I'm not going to say it's shit. I think it's well made and I think most of the performances are fucking great. But I mean, well, when I say well made, like it looks great. And, you know, production value up the wazoo. But this film did not need to be two hours, 57 minutes long. And that just feels like the studio going, let's just let Matt Reeves do his thing. And, hey, it made like $750 million worldwide. So, Fuck good for it. it. Yeah. It did, I mean, it did, it did well. I knew it did well. Uh, and especially, consi- well. especially considering... I- was it R-rated or was it PG-13 R-rated. or 15 over here? R-rated. Yeah, so given that, you know, I mean, fair, fair play, but man, do they need to go in a bit of a different direction with the next one? Um, Yeah, yeah. And, and seriously, Paul Dano is, fuck, is bad in this. I am looking forward so, to a rewatch of it. I haven't rewatched it yet. Partly I, because I it's would be surprised three hours long. I would be surprised if I ever rewatch it again at this point. It just but like God, there's a great two hour film in this. There's a terrific two hour film in this. Um but yeah, gimme gimme the Dark Knight Rises for long Batman movies any fucking day of the week. See, there you go. That's all I've got Batman. for this week. I really like Dark Knight Rises as well. So, oh yeah. Um, I think it, it 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 gets a little bit overly maligned for not being the Dark Knight. Yep. Um. Okay. I, I, the question I put out for our audience this week was okay. I question for you today, guys, uh, this today, guys, is favorite '90s blockbuster. Uh, so Ethan and Bar said being like five when it came out, Godzilla, strong shout. I still haven't rewatched that since the nineties. Rick Kidd, uh, a lot of my favourite nineties films, Gross Point Blank, Usual Suspects, Ellie Confidential Brothers Crossing, aren't really technically blockbusters, but the ones that um, are include Jurassic Park, Speed, Terminator Two, The Rock, Face Off. Uh, Christopher Burns, Burns, I says uh, Terminator Two would be probably the biggie. There was also a point in the mid-90s where I watched uh, a VHS of Speed on a loop. And yeah, a lot of us did that. Well, actually, I watched it on a loop on, on Laserdisc. I did it on Laserdisc. You fucking nerd. Yeah. Uh, what are your guys' 90s blockbusters? The Jurassic Park really stands out for me. I, I think I've said on a previous show, yeah. I think it was that Jurassic Park was the movie that really kind of got me into films, I suppose, and cinema mm. as an experience. Um, that that was a real experience seeing that. Um, Scream has got to be up there. Such an influential film. I think you can count that as like a blockbuster. It's like a horror blockbuster, wasn't yeah. it? It was yeah. like a, yeah, I think you can count that as a blockbuster. I think you're right with that. 
Yeah. Um, and the mummy. The mummy counts. Yeah. I think, like, what, what are yours here? Jurassic Park, 100%. Mm. Independence Day and Speed is, like, my two and three. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Speed's probably... Out that blockbuster for 90s, I think Speed's probably my number one. Yeah. Yeah. Followed them by uh, Heat, because I do think that at the time was a blockbuster. And it was. Okay. It was a different time. It was when they could pitch blockbusters. They could pitch them as 15s. Um, and then my third would probably be... Would probably be Saving Private Ryan. I don't think that's a blockbuster. It kind of was pitched as one, though. No, there has to be a certain... It's pretty fucking huge. Yeah, but... Okay. Alright, I can't have that with Total Recall. Okay. Uh, Alright, That must just sneak in, does it? Yeah, it does now. And then let's see what questions we had uh, sent to us. I think we had... Uh, a couple at least. Yes, we do. Dylan Black Lanterns. Uh, yes, I know it's a TV show, but has anyone been watching The Offer, the show about the making of The Godfather? It's a brilliant series. Which film would you like to see a dramatised behind the scenes style making of show? Oh. Uh, Walter, Walter Hill's Supernova. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I, I would like a really, really. Uh, and also, by the way, I've not been watching the offer, but I do want to watch it. I just don't know how at the moment. I think it'd be really interesting to see like a dramatised thing based on memoirs from Robert De Niro, done as like a dash cam style filming of when he was researching for Taxi Driver. Oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. So like, even like the fact that he went and did a shift on the night. Of, um, he won the Oscar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> got to incorporate all of that. Yeah, um, mine would be, I would like a really like, so I'd like a, a series done on the making of Heaven's Gate, <laughs> right? God. But I want it to be <clears throat> partly based around uh, the actual making of Heaven's Gate. But more the United Artists uh, accountancy team just trying to go, this is going to bankrupt us. <laughs> and mm. that element of it. Just getting really into like the the fucking serious accounting minutiae of what that was doing at the time of essentially Chimino just bankrupting a studio <laughs> by just being mad. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Nice. I, I, that, I think that that would be interesting to about eight people, but two of them are on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Kidd asks, us, uh, James Bond got his star on a Hollywood Boulevard recently. Bar the obvious Blade Runner Big Trouble, what are your favourite of his films? Ooh, that's some good one. Wayne's World 2, baby. Fucking, that's you fucking motherfucker. That's a fucking great shout. Right, I'm going to fucking just quickly have a look at his, what is it? Because there's going to be like a really standout one. I think he's really good in everything everywhere. 
No, it's a recent one. He was good in that, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Fair shout. Yeah, that is a good shout, that, actually. Let's have a look. Jesus Christ, his first film was, like, in the 50s. Wow. I forgot he was in Chinatown. Airplane. <laughs> Tango and Cash is very good in. Fuck Wayne's World 2 is a great shout. Shit, he's in the, all the Bloodsport sequels. That's mental. Nice. Yeah, I'm going for... Yeah, fucking Wayne's World 2. I can't have that, but... Tank Girl. <laughs> he's a lot of fun in Tank. Tank Girl is a fucking... A batshit movie that doesn't get talked about enough. I like Tank Girl, actually. Yeah. Tank Girl feels like... It, it feels like, at some point... It is going to come out on like an arrow 4K <laughs> for no reason. Is it on anything? No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, so yeah, that was our questions. Ian, what are we covering next week? So, uh, we have... So I believe we're going to the preview screenings of the Black Phone this weekend. So we we'll actually have there. a slightly... Yeah, we'll have a actually like... I say slightly in advance. It'll be slightly in advance when we record it and actually a bit more on time than uh, most of our reviews when it actually releases for the Black Phone. Um, at least Mark and I are going to be covering Lightyear. Yep. Um, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but a bit of the old uh, Dakota Johnson in Cha Cha Real Smooth, I could go for that on Apple TV. Yeah, we'll be watching that one next. Yeah. Looks good. So... It's got Dakota Johnson in it. Triple banger. <laughs> yes. Movies, baby. Movies are back. Yeah. So fucking excited for Black Phone. You're very excited for Black Phone, aren't you, Becky? Yeah. I am weirdly excited. Oh, yeah. Ian actually gave us an out for, for Lightyear. Um, <laughs> and then I went, I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm actually quite looking forward to Lightyear. This is, this is, this is fantastic timing. <laughs> right. Thank you much for everything, Becky. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you very much, Ian. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you very much, Becky. Oh, thanks again. And thank you very much, listeners. Bye. Bye. Bye.